What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final half hour of Tom and Bach. Thomas Stevens here. Jake Bachhoven there. Cowboys Saints tonight. That'll be a decent watch. Yeah. Some, uh, you know, usually don't get the greatest game matchups on Thursday Night Football. Taysom Hill is going right. to get the start, isn't he? He's going to get the start at quarterback tonight. Uh, that's not going to go well, is it? Uh, probably It could not. be any worse than Trevor Simeon, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are efforting uh, Mitch Sherman of The Athletic. May not be able to get him. He's a busy guy. Sometimes I don't call these guys pre, uh, pre-show. pre I'll, I'll Full confession on how I put the show together. Uh, I just kind of wing it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we usually uh, just understand. But well, they've, they've usually got their weekly spots. They usually they, have their they weekly get busy spots. Sometimes. I think sometimes the holidays screwed it, screws people up because we didn't have Mitch uh, last week. Uh, he can't do it now, uh, but we understand. If we can get Mitch, we get him. Uh, if yeah. we can't get him, uh, it means he's doing something that might be a little bit more important than this show. I suppose a few things are going on for him. But it happens sometimes if because we didn't have him last week because it was Thursday. It was Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. So everybody gets screwed up, Like I think, if that happens. Uh, the college football executive director, Bill Hancock, says there remains a strong consensus to expand the playoff to 12 teams. Um, they don't plan to do it maybe until 2024. There are, you know, some teams that at some conferences that do have concerns, but it looks like it's, he says it, it's kind of heading down that road. 2024, a 12 team playoff. You're against it, aren't you? Yeah, I'm very much against it. I, I mean, the, the, the feeling that we all had on rivalry weekend, it's kind of funny to watch NFL and college fans bicker, by the way, because anytime a college fan or college, uh, uh, uh like, Anybody calling covering college football was tweeting out, this is why I love college football and all that. Then there was all the argument about, well, that's just this week, and the NFL's this every week, and everybody has a chance. And, and I just, I, you know, everybody kind of sees it a little bit differently. Um, but I love this stuff. And, and this is, this. I mean, the reality is you want your, it, it could be fun to have different conferences have an opportunity, but should Oregon and Utah be playing for a playoff spot? Is that fair to Georgia? Yeah. Should Wake Forest and Pitt, the winner, go to the playoffs? Should they have that just as much of a chance after their regular season to win as Georgia? I don't think so. But at the same time, it's just kind of your preference because in the NFL, that's how they yeah. do it. The New York Giants, when they win and they're right. 9-7, and seven, they're not the best team that year. They're the hottest team in the playoffs. But we love the fact that, you know, sometimes a number one Virginia loses to a number 16. We like uh, the Maryland Baltimore County stories, you know. We like uh, Sister Jean in Lyola. Yeah. We like those stories in the NCAA tournament 
Why do we want a few more of them in college football? I like college football because basketball is just such a long season. You know, and, and there's again, there's no perfect way to do it. The playoffs aren't it. Playoffs in general aren't it. That's yeah. just kind of who's hot at that time. Uh, and it doesn't always get you the best team. That's what I liked about college football is when you have a minimum of playoff, you're generally going to get the best or most deserving teams throughout the season. And it's a small sample size. It's 12 games. You don't get to play 18 games even yeah. like the NFL. You don't get to play 32 games uh, like college basketball or, you know, the, the yeah. crazy amount of games you get in, in, in ba- Major League Baseball or the NBA. Um, I always like to see the most deserving teams at the end of the year get in. And if you open that field up, it just it doesn't do that a whole lot for the regular season. All of a sudden, it doesn't really matter, those non-con games, yeah. those rivalry games late. Yeah. You know, a certain teams, I mean, Michigan and Ohio State wouldn't be playing for anything. Right. This past week, other than a chance to slip up in the Big Ten title game, which you probably wouldn't want to play either. And you'd rather rest up and get healthy. I don't know what it would do to the title game. It really is apples to oranges when you compare college football to college basketball. Uh, You need a couple of good players uh, and you have a three point line where you can knock off anybody. Right. On a given night, you can knock off anybody. You know, when you've got 22 players on the field at the same time, it's harder to affect a game. Um, and your point always is when we have the 12 team playoff discussion or even the 18 playoff team discussion is, well, that means Alabama's getting in every year. Yeah, it will happen to you. Yeah. Every single year, Alabama's getting in. Even if they have three losses, they're probably getting in to a 12 team playoff. Uh, so it only improves, you know, Clemson or maybe a Clemson with three losses would be in this year. I mean, who knows? I mean, you start really because we don't think anything farther than than the first six teams. We we go to the first six teams in the college football playoff right now as it's currently held, and we just we debate those teams. At least that's been the case this year, and I think it's the case most years. College basketball, you can debate thirty teams easily every single year. Um, it just doesn't feel like after the top five or six, you have any teams of. Now I'm arguing against myself. Uh, but you, you have many teams that can legitimately win yeah. the national championship. But I, I still want to see it because I want to see that one year in 30 uh, that you do get maybe a UCF that wins it all or at least plays for it. Well, and I think that's the direction we're headed. I can complain about it all uh, I want, uh, but I think eventually you're going to expand the playoffs. Uh, and it's just it's frustrating to me because it will lessen the regular season. And I, um, you know, I... So I'm trying to enjoy these regular seasons I have left where they matter a little bit more. I won't lie. The playoffs will be fun. I mean, if you expand them and you get these matchups, and then, like you said, every once in a while you'll get the upset, I just still think you're going to have the same teams at the end. You know, you might have a different Elite Eight. You might have a different Sweet 16 um, in college football, but the same teams generally are going to be there at the end, or at least the same teams would be there as they are now currently, you know, trying to get down to the four best teams in the country. This year is somewhat of an outlier because those powers aren't necessarily there. Um, And so, you know... I don't know if Michigan is legitimately the second best team in the nation, but they they're playing you know playing like it, I suppose. So yeah. you put them up there, but uh, I I just I I will be a little bit frustrated because of the, the like what we saw in rivalry weekend. It yeah. was it just held so much importance, some of the meaning behind some of those games, uh, yeah. and positioning to get to the limited amount of opportunities. I don't think every I just don't think everybody should get a chance to win a championship. I think you should yeah. earn it, and even in the NFL now. 
I don't know if I don't know if division winners should automatically get in. I don't know if the seventh playoff edition oh. is a good opportunity. Yeah, there's just a bunch of bad teams fighting for the seventh um, playoff spot, and they don't deserve to get in. But this is this will be a year again. I, I kind of argue with myself here, just thinking back and forth. This might be the year where twelve teams, the twelfth team, could win it all. Um, outside of Georgia, who's the dominant team in college football this year? I mean, Georgia looks dominant, and they'll have a chance to prove it this week. If they spank Alabama by 20, 30 points, uh, they're going to be the overwhelming favorite. Even if they do lose, they're probably still going to be the favorite uh, to win the college football championship. Uh, So it's interesting. Is this Mitch? Mitch Mitch Sherman of The Athletic. Let's welcome in Mitch uh, and introduce him to this conversation. Hi, Mitch. How are you? How are you? I'm all, I'm, I'm all right. Good. good day, but uh, sorry to leave you guys hanging there for a minute, but uh, no, yeah, I'm good. No, that's How totally cool. We appreciate you being on. Uh, we were talking about the potential of the college football playoff. Um, Mr. Hancock has talked about uh, it being a reality maybe by 2024. Uh, would mm-hmm. this, and Bark's uh, box argument is, well, this only ensures that teams like Alabama get in every year and give them a better chance. Uh, do you think that same way? Well, yeah, it does ensure that Alabama will get in every year because even in this year, which is shaping up to be a, a down year for Alabama, if it loses to Georgia on Saturday, mm-hmm. the two-loss Alabama absolutely gets in an eight or a 12-team playoff. So Alabama's going to get in every year, you know, barring a, uh, a catastrophe. I mean, you know, things change when Nick Saban retires, and there's not always going to be mm-hmm. – a dynasty out there like Alabama, but you know, Ohio state is in a similar spot where even in a year like this, where it doesn't get to the big 10 championship game, Buckeyes would be there, would be there for sure in a 12 team playoff. But I I don't know. You're going to have a mix of the traditional powers that are going to get there all the time. And you're going to have the Cincinnati's and, you know, or Houston or Iowa or Michigan state that steps up or in a different galaxy, uh, Nebraska, that can find its way. And I think that's the more impactful part of changing the college football playoff because, really, Alabama gets there every year now in a four-team playoff. So what you're going to do by opening it up to more teams is, is you're going to put those, those programs that you know, are in seeds 5 through 12 mm-hmm. into a uh, position to make it more often. Yeah. And, of course, today the big news, Mitch, is that Adrian Martinez has entered the transfer portal. Uh, I guess there's plenty of different ways to go off of that information, but uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll start with here. I mean, what does that kind of mean for Nebraska next? Do you think that, that you saw enough out of Logan Smothers that they might stick with him, or do you think that there's certainly going to be a, a portal addition at the quarterback spot? Definitely going to the portal for a quarterback. That's not to say that Logan Smothers – won't be your guy when you kick off in Ireland next year. He's going to get a chance to compete. You know, that's the attitude from Logan. And, you know, he, he, it's, it's like... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Now bring it on. Uh, okay, Adrian's gone, so uh, it's going to be an open competition. And 
I think Logan Smothers is fully understanding that Nebraska is not going to stand pat with two scholarship quarterbacks that are in the system right now. And we don't know about Richard Torres. You know, he's got to evaluate his situation, that the, uh, the commit for 2022 from San Antonio. You know, I'm sure he wants to know who the offensive coordinator is going to be, who his quarterback's coach is going to be before he signs in a couple of weeks. So right now, I think you operate like you've got two scholarship quarterbacks in Logan Smothers and Heinrich Harburg. And if Torres joins the mix, then absolutely, you know, you still go after a guy from the portal to compete with everybody who's there. And a lot of it's going to have to do, uh, be determined by uh, what kind of an offense Nebraska yeah. is running. You know, you've certainly heard everything from uh, going air raid with this yeah. offensive coordinator to uh, triple option and, and everything in between. So uh, who, who uh, that, that announcement uh, is, is uh, forthcoming, we suspect, sometime in the in the not too distant future and that's going to bloom large in nebraska's quarterback situation how surprised would you be if it's an air raid offense bitch i would be surprised um but look at the linemen that nebraska's recruited in this system you know guys who are big and tall with long arms um it's not exactly the kind of offense um the kind the kind of uh, lineman that you recruit if you're you know you're running the nebraska 90s attack uh that scott frost ran you know then generally you have smaller Closer to the ground, you know, your Aaron Taylor kind of uh, offensive lineman. Nebraska's had some of the biggest offensive line classes in the country. And I don't mean in terms of numbers. I mean in terms of the size of the uh, lineman. And that's generally to, to work well in pass protection. So they have to recruit to their personnel because this isn't like a three-year build where you can bring in the, the coach and then start to mold the personnel and then, and then a year later, you know, really recruit to that system. They obviously have to do this in, in, in 2022. So – in some ways, the personnel that they have in this system, uh, especially up front on the offensive line, works um, just as well for a system where you air it out as it does for one where you run the ball a ton. Mitch Sherman of The Athletic is our guest. Uh, Scott Frost has mentioned that maybe he'll become more of a CEO going forward and give the car keys to the next offensive coordinator to run things. Does that mean the, the next offensive coordinator maybe goes to the portal to get his own quarterback or bring somebody with him? I think first about bringing somebody with him, and that you know that's 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 an easy way to do it because then there's a relationship already there. If Nebraska can find an offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach who's got a guy in his program, you know maybe there's a head coaching change at that place, maybe there's not, and the quarterback wants to move on um, to move to a bigger conference or move to a place with more exposure or move move to a place where he feels like the personnel fits in better or whatever reason. Um, maybe he likes the position coach, the offensive coordinator that's coming. He, he's recruited by that guy, coached by that guy. I think that's what you have to look at first, and, and then if that's not an obvious match and if, if there is no transfer to come with the next offensive coordinator, then, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to the portal to try to find somebody, and, and you're looking at the personnel for sure that Nebraska has on campus because I think, I think Smothers and Harburg both have unique talents that could work in the right offense, and, um, you know, especially Smothers with the experience that he now has of, of, of having started a game in the Big Ten, I think that can be... Um, that can be big for him as he goes through this offseason and knowing exactly what he needs to work on and the level that he needs to get to to be successful. Now, it's obviously a big uphill battle going from 3-9, and nine, but it's it kind of the mantra the whole offseason has been, it's close. Well, well, I should say the whole season has been that it's close. Um, and now, though, without Adrian, without, without Austin Allen, a lot of those guys on defense, uh, it, it looks more like they're kind of rebuilding and, and piecing together things rather than building off of close. Do you, would you say that's a fair assessment? I would, and I would say this is expected. I, after we got B. 
beyond maybe the Ohio State game, I, I had very little expectation that Adrian Martinez would be back with, with Nebraska in 2022. And I would say similar things hold true with the fifth-year juniors, the majority of the fifth-year juniors in the program, especially the fifth-year juniors who, who have a real opportunity to play in the NFL. Being in college for five years is generally the, the, the cap. And I know we had a different situation with a number of guys on the roster this year in 2021, but that came after a pandemic year where there were no fans in the stands, and I think those guys just didn't want to go out like that, um, especially on the defensive side. It was a unique situation in, in that they, they felt like um, they really had the ability to take Nebraska to the next level, and they did as a defense. It just Nebraska wasn't enough of a team. The offense, defense, special teams did not complement each other to the level that allowed Nebraska to get over that hump and win, and win football games. Um, but, yeah, the talent is, um, is moving on out of Nebraska, you could say, uh, in this, in, at least at the start of this offseason. And, and, and we'll see. Uh, what the transfer portal holds. Nebraska is going to need to make a significant net gain in what it brings in from the portal um, in comparison to what it loses through the portal because all of these guys who are jumping to the NFL, and we haven't even talked about Cam Jurgens yet, who is a real possibility to leave as a fourth-year sophomore, um, it's going to take a toll on the talent level of, of this team offensively and defensively. So, you know, you're probably starting at a spot that's beyond, I'm sorry, behind where Nebraska was at to start out this 2021 season when they when they get on that plane to go across the Atlantic next August. Mitch, some that we talk to say NIL, NIL money will really help Nebraska in the portal. Others say, you know, other teams can offer the same thing. It's really not that big of a deal. Where do you stand on that? Well, some teams can offer more. Uh, you know, if you're Texas and, and you've got a $10 million fund that is being created or you're Alabama and something similar is going on or Ohio State and it's bigger, then the portal, uh, the lure of, the, of NIL through the portal is, is greater at some of those places than it is at Nebraska. And I would say Nebraska sits pretty well. Um, it's going to be in the upper portion of college football in what it can, um, what it can offer uh, transfers through NIL uh, agreements. Um, but it's certainly not at the top. Uh, I, and then you also have to factor in when you're looking at transfers, just the situation at the school. It's not, it's not all about money. Um, that's, that's a new thing, and it's not something that schools have been able to offer to transfers in the past and at least and do it legally. But you, you also have to factor in the kind of situation that these transfers see themselves walking into and there's just a lot of negative momentum uh, around Nebraska right now. It's just it's just the reality of it. This is a team that won three games, and you know now has lost its four-year starting quarterback, um, and, and has other players with remaining eligibility who are opting to leave for the NFL. And and it just had four assistant coaches fired, and maybe will lose uh, a defensive coach or two if the right opportunity arrives for one of those guys. So they have to find a way. Scott Frost does to turn some of that energy into positivity and then you can start to, to sell that to guys in the portal and use that on top of what may be there through NIL opportunities. You, you, you know, you get that, that, that corner turned and, um, and, and it'll, it, it'll, it'll pay dividends. But at this point, it's kind of like trying to steer an aircraft carrier. Nebraska's got, uh, you know, the five consecutive losing seasons that, um, you know, aren't exactly sitting well in 
in the minds and eyes of a lot of people in college football. Uh, Mitch, how much uh, phone calls do you think Adrian Martinez is going to be taking? Is it is it from Power Five type of teams? Is it from upper end Power Five type of teams, or is it more uh, maybe you know a level below that? No, I think he's attractive to Power Five teams. I mean, I think most people would recognize that if you put somebody with the talent level of Adrian Martinez onto one of the top teams in the country, that his production and his win totals would look a lot different over these past four years, and that a lot of it has had to do with. Um, the developmental program that's been around him, the, the way that Nebraska has used its its players at the offensive skill spots, the, the amount of um, burden that it has put on Adrian Martinez's shoulders to be the main source of offense, um, the disharmony that has existed between Nebraska in its three phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. If you, if you flip all of those things and, and put him in a program where those things are working for him and not against him, his record looks a lot different as a starting quarterback than 14 and 24. Talent is not the issue. Um, the ability to, to move the ball and score touchdowns and be a great teammate is not in any way the issue for Adrian Martinez. Um, I think a lot of his issues, uh, and you, you can look at him and say, man, he struggled late in games and clutch situations. I think a lot of those things dissipate and go away entirely if you put him on a team that is doing things right all around him. Yeah. So teams will see that. And I think he'll get a lot of interest from from programs that have won a lot more games than Nebraska at the Power 5 level over the last four years. Yep. Uh, Frost said that a number of different times over the last couple of years. we got to get better get better around Adrian. It never really happened uh, at high, high enough level, that's for sure. Uh, Mitch Sherman of The Athletic, great stuff. Uh, we appreciate your time. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Mitch. Okay. Good to uh, talk to you guys. Thanks. Mitch Sherman of The Athletic. I think some good points there on Adrian. Um, he could be great uh, at the next uh, the next stop. I hope he is. I really do. Let's get to a break, come back, and have the pregame with Nick and Rico next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 